Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, again, these are not protests. They're not peaceful protests. Forget peaceful. They're not peaceful. They're not protests. They're not peaceful protests. They're not protests that are peaceful. These are riots. These are mobs. These are aggressive terrorists in the street trying to intimidate you, trying to bring about the destruction of our country. I'm going to go into that today. I've got the evidence. The Democrats supported this. Now they're realizing it was a disaster because, shocker, middle-class American families, soccer moms and dads, and people who work for a living don't like to watch their cities and towns being burned to the ground. Stunner, stunner. Democrats are just figuring that out. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity from prying eyes today. Get a VPN. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this fine Monday. Producer Joe, how are you? Hope you had a good weekend. Yeah, man. I had a pretty good weekend. And um, yeah, it's good to be back. Of course, we're getting all ready for another stunning, stunning show. Yes. You know that. Well, I just turned up the juice yes. a little bit if you saw my left hand. Oh. So if it sounds a little hey, louder now, sorry, Joe. Just yeah. <laughs> notice right. it was a little low on the dial there. Going to make a mid-course adjustment there. Um, Folks, yeah, these are not protests. Let's be crystal clear. These are liberal cities with liberal rioters advancing Mm -hmm. liberal causes with liberal city council members, with liberal politicians supporting it, supported by liberal money attacking conservatives and Trump supporters. But yet the media will try to blame Trump. (laughs) Yep. All right, let's get to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Stamps.com. As we slowly adjust to a new normal, we need to be smart about how we do business. Luckily, Stamps.com has rescued us here in our house. We don't like to go to the post office anymore. We don't have time. We need to save money, too. That's why thousands of small business owners like us have discovered the benefits of Stamps.com in recent months. You're able to keep your businesses running and avoid the crowds at the post office all from your home and your use of your own computers. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office. You'll save money with discounted rates you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com offers UPS services too with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. Stamps.com brings all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your own home and office. We love it. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller, or you're working from home and you need to mail stuff, you're shipping out hundreds or thousands of boxes. Stamps.com handles it all with ease. Here's how it works. Simply use your computer, print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. When you're ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a pickup, or drop it off in the mailbox. It's really that simple. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. Saves us time and save money and can save you time and money, too. Right now, our listeners get a special offer. It includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on that microphone at the top of their homepage, and type in Dan, D-A-N. That's Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and enter Dan. All right, Joe, let's go. It is. Oh, he didn't Folks. get the bing, ding, ding. Yeah. No, I know. We had a volume issue. You got to bump that sucker <laughs> yeah. up there. These are not protests, okay? Can we put that baby to bed? After what my wife and I went through Thursday night, walking out of the White House at President Trump's acceptance speech at the RNC event, where we were attacked, we were accosted. My wife was called all kinds of disgusting, grotesque, horrible names by a bunch of violent animal savages. These were not protests. That was an organized intimidation event. Now, you can see some of the video here. Thank you to everyone who's watched it on YouTube. It was one of our most watched shows ever on Thursday. You can see these people we made famous who I promised I'd make famous. And by the way, I just want to, I'm, I'm not throwing this in there to be kind of one of these, you know, fake tough guys who does a show, but my wife and I weren't 
intimidated. It was, it was concerning and anxiety producing. And I'll tell you why you can't, you don't have eyes in the back of your head. This is why I think we're going to have to bring security to these events. You can be the biggest tough guy in the world. You can't fight off 25 people. Then what worried me is at one point I had to get on the other. I was walking to the left of my wife as the maniac, violent, uh, uh, guy who was threatening to rape my wife, a couple of them next to us were walking and I didn't know which side to get on because the guy on the bike kept trying to circle us. Right? So envision this, you're walking with your wife, you got a group of people to the left, they're violent, foaming at the mouth, rabid animal dogs, right? And they're calling your wife uh, the B word, you know, which rhymes with twitch, you know what I'm talking about, right? They're threatening to rape her, right? And make you watch. Um, And you may say, well, how is that not intimidating? Because they were obviously chumps and cowards. You can tell. Any man or woman who's been there and faced and knows violence and has seen it up close and personal, can see that look in people's eyes when they're chumps and can see that look in people's eyes when they're not. These guys were chumps. But what was intimidating about it is the way they circle you when you walk, when we walk through D.C. after the Trump event through this pack of animals, is you don't know where it's going to come from. And what bothered me is at one point, this lunatic skateboarder, um, I thought it was a dude, but it was actually a shaved head female. I don't know how she identifies. I don't know what, but came up on the skateboard. And what worried me is these Antifa folks use skateboards to attack you and it could cause real damage. If you hit someone with a skateboard with the wheels. So I had to get on the other side of my wife. Thankfully, the border patrol guys were there with us walking. So we had kind of some set of eyeballs. Folks, I can't express to you enough how insane these people are. These are not protests. These are street savages. These are not protests. Now, why am I bringing this up again? Because I want to go through today how a couple of questions. Who's funding this? How did these people get to D.C.? Were they D.C. residents? If they weren't D.C. residents, how did they get there? Were they bust in? Why did a number of people report that they were with Uber drivers who reported picking some of these people up and driving them there? Why did we see a few of them coming out of the hotel the next day after we left the hotel? Why did they need a hotel? If they were locals protesting, if they weren't locals protesting, who was funding? Who paid for these hotels? Folks, don't ever forget, they're trying to turn this around on President Trump now in one of the most disgusting, epic bouts of media lying and gaslighting I've ever seen in my life. Don't ever forget, these are liberal protests by liberal groups attacking conservatives exclusively in liberal cities run by liberal mayors with liberal city councils trying to advocate liberal causes, again, to attack and brutalize conservatives. There's no, here's, here's the amount of blame President Trump has on this, despite the fact that he's trying at multiple points to offer help to stop this stuff. Here's my, get ready for it. You know how, how much, zero. That's me making a zero with my fingers. Zero blame. Zero. This is Joe Biden's America. Conservative counties where President Trump uh, won the vote and where conservatives dominate, conservatives are the sheriffs and the mayors and the local county and town councils. You're not seeing any of this. Did you notice that? Sorry, I had something in my eye there. We don't have this problem where I live in Martin County where the sheriff's got some really simple rules. Protest all you want. That's your right. God bless you. You can't walk in the street. You can't block traffic and you can't attack anyone. Crazy how those rules work out. Nuts, right? Guys, we're just asking a few simple things. Don't beat anyone to death. Try not to threaten to rape their family members. 
And if you're going to protest, don't walk into the street where, Joe, get a load of this. There are moving cars and you may get killed or hurt someone else. Crazy rules, I know. Crazy. But when you're dealing with leftist animals in many cases, like we ran into Thursday night outside of the White House, animals, savage animals. I take that as an offense to animals. They can't even follow basic rules like that. So finally, we have some lawmakers in D.C. who are starting to wake up to this. As many of you know, it wasn't only me and my wife who were accosted. It was hundreds of others walked out of the White House into a mob of lunatics. Senator Rand Paul was among the people who were accosted with his wife, Kelly. Threats to them. They were screaming, look, we've got Rand Paul cornered. And I believe Rand Paul, who said that if it weren't for the police officers there who escorted him over to his hotel or where he was staying or whatever, that he probably would have been killed. I don't think he's being hyperbolic, given what the gauntlet we walked through of lunatics. Now, I know you say, well, Dan, you said some of them were fake, were, were chumps. Yeah, but some of them weren't. Some of them weren't. The ones around us were, were fraudsters. They were, you know, they used to call in uh, 19, late 1980s, 1990s rap in New York, halfway crooks. Never hear that? So was that? Who was that? Mob Deep? Was that? I don't even remember. They were the halfway uh, crooksters. But some of them were not. Some of them were there to really cause pain. And hurt. So foxnews.com has an article up this morning where some lawmakers are starting to say, how'd they get there? Who's funding this? Ken Buck, who's a congressman, I believe, from Colorado, doubles down on Rand Paul's call for investigation into the funding of these violent protesters. The Justice Department needs to open an investigation into who's funding these violent riots. Foxnews.com. You're damn right they do. Folks. If this was a legitimate protest, the Justice Justice Department would have no business opening up an investigation, regardless of what they're protesting, as long as it's not criminal. You can't stage a protest calling for terror acts and the death of the president of the United States. You're not allowed to threaten people. If they are legitimate protests in advance of a cause, whether we agree with it or not, this goes without saying as principled conservatives, that is their absolute right to do that written into our constitution, and thank God we have it as such, big our God-given rights. This was not a protest. This was an aggressive, violent mob. It is perfectly legitimate, and I believe required of the Justice Department to determine right now who is protesting organized mobs on American streets, threatening to rape, kill, and beat the snot out of people walking down an American street because they attended a political event for Donald Trump. How are we allowing this? This isn't a political issue. This is a public safety issue. Are you suggesting to me with a straight face, if this was the Obama administration and upon his reelection, he had an event on the South grounds of the White House and a bunch of Democrat politicians walked out into a raving mob of savage lunatics being threatened with rape, death, murder, assault, having things thrown at them? That there wouldn't be a DOJ investigation into some right-wing group that did that? Of course, no right-wing group ever did that because conservatives don't do that. And when people do do that and claim to be right-wing people, they're not. We don't claim these people at all. We isolate them away from our group. It's getting worse, folks. 
Look at this clip from The Blaze. So in case you hadn't heard about it, and the media that discovered the media is just disgusting in this country. Liberal media is just a disgusting, filthy embarrassment. The way they're covering for these Antifa groups who now have apparently murdered someone on the streets of Portland. The blaze. Not a joke, folks. Not a bad one. A real story. Not a bad joke. This is an actual story. New footage from Portland shootings suggests victim was targeted. We've got a couple right here. Hey, hey, we got a couple right here. We got a couple of what? Well, the allegations, as reported by the New York Post this morning, are that someone who, uh, um, a, uh, a, a, an Antifa member who declared himself 100% Antifa, quote, the allegations are that this person may have been involved in this shooting. There was a murder on the streets of Portland of a man who belonged to a pro-civil rights group called Patriot Prayer. In other words, he was on the right of the political aisle, so he was murdered on the streets of Portland. Did you miss this this weekend? You're like, that? come on, Dan. Clearly, you're talking about the streets of downtown Kabul right here, right? In the middle of uh, what happened in the Afghanistan uh, right after 9-11. We had it very clearly. No, no, I'm talking about Portland. Portland, which is now turned into a third world city. A member of a conservative group was murdered on the streets. And one of the suspects, one of the suspects in the case, this is a New York Post reporting this morning, is uh, put on his uh, some of his Facebook, 100% Antifa. Again, I'm just asking you for a slight role reversal for a moment. Do you believe if a group of Obama supporters were walking down the streets of Portland and a Tea Party member murdered one of them in the middle of the street and then had Facebook posts saying 100% Tea Party? Do you really think everyone in the media would just be sitting back saying, let's let the facts get out? No. Yeah, of course you would. Now, the Democrats own this. The Democrats own this. They are the party party of violence, total street chaos, aggressive mobs. I don't care what they tell you. The Democrats and their media apparatchiks, their mouthpieces, have been covering for far-left radical Joe Biden riots, Democrat riots from the beginning. Some of them haven't even disguised it in cutesy talk or anything like that. Some of these Democrats have outright apologized for it and suggested it's not going to stop. I've got video coming up here from a PJ Media piece, which is really good, which we'll put up in a minute, of prominent Democrats actively encouraging this street violence. And now all of a sudden, as I opened up in the beginning of the show, shockingly, Democrats are figuring out now that burning down people's cities and towns amazingly turns people against you. Stunner. So now, six months too late, you hear Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, by the way, who supported the Minnesota Freedom Fund that bailed out the street terrorists that went out to go burn other buildings down. She tweeted support for that out. It's on my social media feed this morning. But now all of a sudden, oh, we don't need street violence. Well, maybe you should have said that before the cities burned. 
I'm going to get to the piece in the video in a second. Let me get to my um, second sponsor. We got a loaded show today, a lot of material to get to. I just want to be sure we get all this in. We always appreciate our sponsors. Today's show brought to you by our friends at GenuCell. GenuCell, one of the favorites in my household, mother-in-law and my mother, uh, my excuse me, my wife, love it, my child's mother, uh, my, which who is my wife, Paula, as you know. Ladies and gentlemen, the GenuCell summer blowout sale is on for only one more week. Get a $40 instant coupon, which is applied automatically to your online or phone order. It's that easy. Just go to GenuCell.com, enter my promo code DAN40, that's DAN40 at checkout. Plus, the GenuCell jawline treatment and classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness and uh, Chamonix will double your supply of both products for free. The summer blowout sale on today. My wife loves these products. They are big, big fans. Why she looks so young. If you see her photos on Instagram with me, look at her. She's giving us the Vogue shot right here. Now is your turn to look years and even decades younger. Don't wait. Results guaranteed. Well, you get 100% of your money back. It's really that easy. Order GenuCell now and Chamonix will double your order free. They have one week left and for results in minutes, use the GenuCell immediate effects, which is also yours free. Good for a hot date. Get double your order free plus a surprise luxury gift. Here's what you need to do. Go to GenuCell.com, enter my special promo code DAN40 at checkout to unlock your discount. That's DAN40. Again, GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com for the summer blowout sale. Look your best. Get the jawline treatment, the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness. And again, Chamonix will double your supply of both products for free. GenuCell.com, DAN40 at checkout. All right. So PJ Media has a great piece. It'll be in the show notes today. Please read the show notes. There are some spectacular articles, including one about voter fraud we're going to get to in a minute, which is blowing up on BonginoReport.com. If you want our show notes, Bongino.com slash newsletter to sign up. We'll email you these articles every day. It's free, of course. PJ Media has this uh, piece about the Democrats encouraging violence, encouraging violence, outright encouraging it or suggesting to the American public that, hey, this isn't going away. Instead of doing the right thing, which is saying, hey, protesting's great. That's what we do here. It's what we've always done. That's not this. These aren't protests. These are street mobs and violent, aggressive people. And you should stop that. Not hard, right? PJ, Stacey Lennox, flashback. Democrat leaders have encouraged political violence, beginning with Barack Obama. Read this piece. It's really good. Here are some of the videos embedded in this piece. Here's Kamala Harris telling, uh, what's his name? Stephen Colbert. Well, didn't he have a fake name or something? I don't know. Yeah. He had like, I don't even know who this guy. Did he have a fake persona? Whatever it is. Yeah. Here, here's Kamala Harris who supported the Freedom Fund, Freedom for Street Terrorists. Yeah, that one. Bailing out street terrorists. Remember Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. The NSYNC guy? Yeah, remember? Um, yeah, they supported that home. So here's Kamala Harris telling uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, or whatever his name is, how, yeah, yeah, these, this is going to basically continue. No, no, no effort to dissuade people from engaging in violence in the streets whatsoever. Check this out. Clear that I, I know that there are protests still happening in yes. major cities across the United States. I'm just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right, I had that's right. for the first few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's they're not. This is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And and everyone beware because they're not going to stop. It is going to. They're not going to stop before election day in November, and they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be. Everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. And we should not. There you go, folks. There's your potential future vice president. God forbid Joe Biden wins this election that you should all quote, quote, folks, beware. They're not going to stop. And they, and, and note, note what she is. And they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Now she'll say to you, oh, I was just talking about the peaceful protesters. When you find them, let me know. I'm 
not talking about the stuff that happens in the day. That is generally peaceful. When you find the peaceful protesters in Portland, Oakland, outside of the White House fence in Washington, D.C., when you find them, fill us in. We, we'd love to hear about it. You may say, well, she's going to bail her way out of that one and <laughs> say, no, I, I was just talking about the peaceful protests as well. Ayanna Presley, a uh, member of the squad, the squad member, Ayanna Presley. Um, here's Ayanna Presley basically calling for unrest in the streets. Yes, prominent member of the squad, radical leftist communist, who basically doesn't think there's any problem with this at all. And it's suggesting she loves to lecture everyone, Ayanna Presley, by the way. She's so much smarter than you. Here she is basically encouraging this street unrest. Check this out. I'm looking to the public. You know, this is as much about public outcry and organizing and mobilizing and applying pressure so that this GOP-led Senate and that these governors that continue to carry water for this administration, putting the American people in harm's way, um, turning a deaf ear to the needs of our families and our communities, hold them accountable. Well, make the phone call, send the email, show up. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. And unfortunately, there's plenty to go around. I, I, we didn't manipulate that. That's no. actually a member of Congress calling for unrest in the streets. As long as there's unrest in our lives. She is a well-paid, glorified by the mainstream media, member media, member of the squad in Congress. And there's unrest in your lives, unlike people actually work for a living and are struggling right now to get through this plague and the economic unrest. But we're worried about you. There it is. Again, all on tape. These are This is a manipulated media. It's all on tape for you to see. All of it. Here's another classic. And by classic, I mean another disgusting moment by a radical far leftist encouraging street violence, celebrating it. But again, if this was a politician on the right, they'd probably be in jail right now. They would definitely be the subject of endless media stories about how they are violent provocateurs. But when it's a leftist lunatic like Maxine Waters, again, this stuff oh, here, memory hole, right down to memory hole. Here's Maxine Waters outright encouraging street confrontations of people who support Trump and her Trump administration members. She's not even hiding it. Check this gem out. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. Remember that one? Some of you seem to forgot that. Liberals, of course. Again, memory hole liberals. Memory hold that one. You conservatives, you're the violent ones. You, who, who, and why? I, all I did was go to a political event at the White House with my wife. We're the violent ones. So oh, just to be clear, we're not allowed to walk down the street anymore without threats of rape and death. I'm just checking. I'm just, we, we you'd, your, your mere showing up encouraged that. You did it. How dare you show up in a liberal city and walk down the street? What are you, crazy? Maxine Waters warned you. We're going to confront you and threaten to rape your wife and beat the snot out of everyone. Come on. It's your fault. Joe, we should have known better, Joe. Well, you We should have known better. Well, yeah. And you should have gotten my way and told me not to do it as a responsible producer. Dan, don't, how don't dare you walk it. down the street? You live close to there, don't you? Joe's <laughs> yeah. only 40 miles out of D.C. Yeah. Joe, you're irresponsible. You neglected your duties. 
No. You should have carried water for the media and said, Dan, fault. I live near D.C. You have no <laughs> right to walk down those streets with your wife. None. It's your fault. Oh. I know. I know you feel bad. It's okay. I, I'll I forgive do. you. Oh, thanks, man. Our, our relationship is stable. Don't worry. All but right. I'm very upset. You, Maxine warned you, Joe, to warn Dan. Don't All dare right. walk down the street. I have an association ideologically with the Trump administration. I obviously believe in what they've done yeah. or I wouldn't support him. I won't let she warned me not to walk yeah. down the street. I mean, could, clearly my fault. You may say, gosh, is that it? No, no, it gets worse. Here's a the hapless Jennifer Rubin from the Washington Post who still hilariously claims to be a conservative. A Jennifer Rubin, total hack sellout, not a sliver of dignity at all. Uh, Jennifer Rubin, this is from the PJ Media piece, who uh, said this, quote, after taking uh, after um, after taking about burning down the GOP, no longer conservative, Jennifer Rubin said President Trump supporters must be, quote, leveled. Here's the quote, leveled, folks. So, again, this is alleged conservative at The Washington Post warning you, quote, Jennifer Rubin, we have to level them because if there are survivors and there are people who weather this storm, they will do it again. They will take this as confirmation that, hey, it just pays to ride the wave. Look at me. I've made it through. There it is. A major American garbage newspaper, the Washington Post, an alleged newspaper, with a columnist who fakes being a conservative in order to attack everything conservative about this country, saying how we should all be, quote, leveled. Fascinating. Now, in one of the more grotesque, disgusting acts by our, our really horrible, awful mainstream media who refuses to tell the truth about what's going on in American streets right now, that the fascist terror group Antifa and their, their partners in crime, the BLM Marxist terrorists, that they're burning down, attacking and threatening people on American streets for daring to express a political opinion. The media refuses to tell the truth, but not that's not, that's not news. Okay, nothing's breaking on the Dan Bongino show. Like, my gosh, Dan said the media lies. We all knew that. Nobody actually trusts the media. Just look at the polls. Media is a hilarious caricature of real honest people. They're fools, buffoons. The Brian Stelter, Chuck Todd, Moscow, Rachel Maddow crowd. Jennifer Rubin and other clowns. But what they're doing the professional level, platinum award-winning gaslighting they're engaging in to get you to remain helpless sheep in the streets is candidly, folks, one of the most disgusting things I have ever seen in my life. How are they doing this? Well, you know, I have the uh, alternative to the Drudge Report. We have Bongino Report, where we actually report real news. But Drudge, who's a fake news uh, Drudge Report, uh, filthy propaganda outlet for the left right now. They're disgusting, the Drudge Report. Uh, sometimes I click on in the mornings for show content about what Drudge is putting out there because there's such a propaganda outlet for the left. And one of the pieces Drudge was highlighting this morning was this stunningly dishonest, <laughs> I wrote, brazen, brazen, I didn't even know what else to say, platinum level gaslighting operation by the Seattle Times. Look at this disaster. Again, highlighted by the now radical leftists at Drudge. 
Seattle Times. Police face complaints of toler... Wait, am I reading this right? Police face complaints of tolerating vigilantes? Watch what they're doing here. You, you get you picking this up? The media, nothing, nothing more than Pravda-like Soviet-level era. Propaganda pieces for the left have now figured out that in liberal cities, in liberal America, dominated by liberal politics, where liberal interest groups funded by liberal money are brazenly, openly attacking people, destroying their lives, killing them on Portland, in Portland, killing, there was a murder, burning down their businesses, attacking their families, and aggressively confronting them like we just went through in D.C. They're figuring out that free American people, if the police aren't going to protect them, are not going to volunteer to get killed. This is a shocker to them, Joe. It's a stunner. They're like, oh my gosh, there are people out there who are actually going to defend their own lives and property in the threat of, of, of their lives being destroyed and some of them being killed. They may defend themselves. So what have they done? The Seattle Times, this grotesque, disgusting, filthy propaganda outlet for the left is now managing to flip the script where if you dare to defend your own life, you are now an armed vigilante and the police should be looking out <laughs> for you. Notice the headline. Can you put that up again, Paul? Is that possible? Hmm. The Seattle Times is now trying to pressure the police. Look, read the headline. Police face complaints. No, no, these are not they're complaints from Antifa that wants to just beat the stuff out of people and doesn't want them to defend themselves. Police face complaints of tolerating vigilantes. Watch how they frame this from the Seattle Times piece. How, again, if you dare to defend your own life, you are now the bad guy. Not the terrorists burning your cities to the ground. Quote, Seattle Times, filthy rag, filthy, disgusting rag. As protesters march against racism and police violence, pr protesters marching at who's marching at night against racism and police. They're burning the city down. But listen again to the framing as they march against racism and police violence in cities and towns across the nation. They, <laughs> Joe, listen to this. Listen to this. They, you know, the rioters, the terrorists, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they are being confronted by groups of armed civilians who claim to be assisting and showing support for police battered and overwhelmed by the process. Now, keep in mind, they don't come back to me for a second here. Notice the gaslighting. Ladies and gentlemen, watch what these slime balls do in their opening sentence. They don't say as protesters who claim to be supporting anti-racism and the fight against police violence. They don't claim that. Go back to the piece a second. I'm sorry to bounce back, but this is important. This is how they, it's assumed, Joe, that the, the terrorist BLM Marxists and Antifa fascists as protesters march against racism and police violence. That's assumed that that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Despite the evidence on video in front of your face that they're burning down cities and towns. But look how we follow up. When you show up, God forbid you're armed, you want to defend your business or your family, you only claim to be showing support for police. That's just a claim now, Joe. Mm -hmm. It's just a claim. But the rioters who actually kerosene your business, they're marching against racism and police violence. Here, they go on. Notice how they, the violence is now <laughs> your fault. 
It says the confrontations have left at least three people dead in recent days. In addition to two protesters killed uh, Tuesday in Kenosha, a man thought to be and a man thought to be associated with a far right group called far right group, Joe, called Patriot Prayer. Far right. Don't even if you're a patriot and you pray, you are definitely far right. Who was fatally shot uh, sat late Saturday in Portland, Oregon. These are disgusting, horrible people. The media in this country is an is a colossal uh, apocalyptic level human disgrace. These are human filth people who do this. They are destroying this country. They are actively creating a hostile, toxic environment in the street by defending and covering for the bad guys and making anyone who dares defend themselves in the street the actual bad. It's like I said on Fox and Friends this morning. When we all grew up, we understand there were undeniable truths. Cops were the good guys. Robbers were the bad guys. That's totally reversed now. Now the robbers are the heroes and the cops are the bad guys. And if you dare defend yourself against the robbers, terrorists, arsonists, and murderers, you, in fact, are far-right members claiming to be defending yourselves and the police. This was the headline on, on broken, horrible, disgraceful Matt Drudge's site. I don't even know if Matt Drudge has anything to do with it anymore. I'm just telling you that site. Is, is filth. That's why we started Bongino Report. Because it's filth. It's legit filth. It's disgusting what they're doing. Pouring gasoline on a fire right now brewing in our American streets. Do not miss these efforts at gaslighting you. They are critical. They are trying it right now. They want to make sure the police don't focus their attention on the Antifa and BLM terrorists and that they focus their attention on you if you dare to defend yourself. You're the problem. They're not even being subtle about it. They're hinting to the police. You can't tolerate vigilantes, but tolerate the burnings and the buildings and the murders and every, everything else. I've got more beclowning coming in a minute and how, again, the media ties into this. The grotesque port. Yeah, I'm a little upset this morning, as you can probably tell. Mayor of Portland, a failed yeah. human being in every way. Not a failed mayor, a failed human being who is now using the media, again, to flip the script at his city, liberal city, burning to the ground because of liberal groups attacking and paid for by liberals bailing people out. How that's somehow Trump's fault. I'll get to that in a second. Let me get to my third sponsor today. Our third sponsor, our friends at LifeLock. Ladies and gentlemen, I had my identity stolen a long time ago. It was a real horror show. By the way, not uh, Paul, I didn't even tell you this. I got an email from them, LifeLock. This is not a, I'm not messing with you guys. You got to check this out. I was a change of address put in. Um, seriously, on one of our Equifax things. That was not planned. That is not part of like, hey, tell your story in the end. That's real. I just got an email. That's why I love LifeLock. Someone changed our address. Now, It could have been legit. I don't know. We're going to have to check it out. I got it. I was busy when I saw the email, but this is important stuff, and it's why I have LifeLock. With an increase in cyber learning, it's important to keep your kids' personal information safe. There are risks associated with using mobile devices, computers too. Review the security settings and privacy policies for any social media sites they use. It's important. Caution against, quote, checking in with their apps to announce their location. 
Make sure they're not sharing any sensitive personal information online, including anything that could help a cyber criminal steal their identity. That's why we use LifeLock here, because every day people put their information at risk on the internet. You could miss identity threats by just monitoring your credit alone. That's why we have LifeLock, and you should too. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web, including the email I got this weekend about a change of address. If they detect your information has been potentially compromised, they'll send you an alert. Listen, no one can prevent all identity theft. They monitor every transaction at all businesses. But you can find out if your information is out there on the dark web. Get your free dark web scan. Go to lifelock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Pick the plan that's right for you and save up to 25% of your first year. That's a free scan at lifelock.com slash Bongino. Get 25% off. Don't just do it for you. Do it for your family too. I have it for my kids as well. Very, very important stuff. All right, let's get back to the show. So I told you the broken, failed human being, not just failed mayor, again, failed human being, the mayor of Portland, whose city has descended into third world chaos, is now desperate with the media's help, of course, to try to make this about Trump. I, I'm not going to go through the liberal. I'm not going to do it again. This is so obvious. Liberals, this is so obvious, liberal, obviously liberal run violence on our streets that anyone trying to tell you otherwise really thinks you're a moron. I mean, I'm not kidding. Thinks you're an imbecile with a double-digit IQ. Let me play this video. Here's the broken mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler Dealer, <sighs> amazingly trying to suggest that it's him who wants to work across the aisle to secure his city, which is burning to the ground on his watch. Just pay attention. He wants to work across the aisle. Check this out. Now the work that we have to do in our communities across this nation in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. I'm up to that challenge, and I hope the president is too. And I'm ready to reach across any aisles I need to reach across, any political divides that I need to cross in order to bring us back together. Somebody's got to do it. I'm committed to it. I know my colleagues on the Portland City are committed to it. I'd like to hear the president of the United States say he's all in. Let's bring this great nation back together. This lunatic just submitted a 19-point plan to defund his police department while the city of Portland is burning to the ground. Jeez. He wants, Joe, he wants to reach across the aisle now. Oh, what what, heard, what do yeah. you think happened there? Quick question, Joe. Let me, let me give you two alternate scenarios. Yeah. I'll allow you to answer. Oh, do you think the hapless, radical leftist, communist mayor of Portland who's watched his city burn to the ground mm -hmm. for years now, which has been taken over by Antifa, do you think, A, Joe, that this is a really principled guy who wants hmm. to work across the aisle to secure the safety and security of the businesses and citizens of Portland. That's A. Do you think huh. that happened? Or B, radical leftist communist mayor of Portland watched his city burn to the ground and has figured out that the polls are turning against him. And all of a sudden he's figured out that the residents of Portland don't want to watch their city burn to the ground. You think it's A or B? Well, Dan, I, I think I got to go with B. I think I have I, to go I with know B. it. I know it took oh, a while. I I know uh, you had to really think that through, I but I'm going to go with B, too, that uh, this guy's an epic, colossal fraud who doesn't give a damn about his citizens, hasn't for years now, while Antifa owns his city and owns him, and has now just figured out that, gosh, these polls aren't looking good. We took a poll, and 61% of the American people... Let me make it even more simple, closer to home. We took a poll in a focus group and 61% of Portland residents when asked, do you want to be burned alive by Antifa or not? 61% said, no, I don't want to be burned alive. Gosh, we better do something.
Cross tab. You know, you ever, you ever involve them? If you ever run for office, they have these cross tab. They call them cross tabs. These questions and all this stuff. Cross tab question two. While walking down the streets of Portland, do you prefer to be left alone? A or question B. Do you prefer to have a baseball bat over the head and be potentially murdered by a guy who declares himself a hundred percent Antifa? Again, according to the New York Post, there's some interesting yeah. reporting. What do you prefer? I'm going to go with A. I think <laughs> I'd know, rather not be murdered. Too, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. That, that, Joe, shocker, Joe, agree with yeah. me on that one. I don't want to be murdered either. So now all of a sudden he's seen the light. Road to Damascus moment for Ted Wheeler Dealer. But he just said, you heard the video, right? He just said he wants to work across the aisle with like Republicans, you know. Republicans like the president. So he just, he just said that, right? You heard it. That's why I played that first. So let's see how he works across the aisle. Ted Wheeler dealer. People being murdered in his city, city streets there. Let's go to this New York Post article about Ted Wheeler dealer. Who's all of a sudden found religion. <laughs> yeah, right. New York Post again in the show notes today. Mark Moore. Trump slams Portland's incompetent mayor calls for the National Guard. So, you know, Ted Wheeler Dealer, communist mayor of Portland, he wants to work across the aisle. National Guard sounds like a good idea, right? You just had a murder in your city. Maybe try something. Maybe some federal agents separate and distinct from the National Guard. Maybe something. Compromise back and forth. Republican, Trump, Democrat, communist, Wheeler Dealer. Across the aisle. Aisle, Republican, Democrat, across. So what did he do with President Trump's offer to help secure his city? Clearly, he took it, Wheeler Dealer, right? <laughs> You'd be wrong, of course, on that. Uh, quote, New York Post, in an open letter, open letter Friday, in an open letter, Joe, he didn't wow. just turn it down. He wanted everyone to know about it. In an open letter sent Friday, Wheeler Dealer said, quote, no thanks to Trump's offer to send troops. We don't need your politics of division and demagoguery. We don't need your politics of division. This is like a child, the letter said. But Trump said if Oregon Governor Kate Brown reaches out to him, he'd help. Hmm. Again, I'm just curious outside of the New York Post, which is a right-leaning paper. I know most of you not from New York don't know that. You know, no reason to. The New York Post, the New York Daily News is the leftist paper. The New York Post is the sane paper. The New York Post, finally, he's actually doing some reporting here, reporting the actual truth. You won't hear from the mainstream media. That despite the Democrats on the media's efforts, again, to make these conservative street chaos, this is President Trump's fault. It's President Trump the one offering to help. And it's Wheeler Dealer and the communists who are actually enjoying this. Street chaos. But they're not enjoying it anymore. Because again, cross-tab question three. Would you prefer at night to be sleeping in your bed peacefully, A, or B, for your house to be burned down and lasers being shined in your window by Antifa? Shockingly, 61% of people picked A. Huh. Ted Wheeler's stunned by that. Oh my yeah. gosh, they don't like that? They don't like being blinded by Antifa lasers in their eyeballs? What the hell's wrong with these people? Idiots. Now, the beclowning doesn't... <laughs> Sorry, I don't... My wife thought this was funny. The be clowning, because I think that's the funniest word ever to be clown yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It's funny. What is be clowning? <laughs> I saw this word years ago and it always cracks me up. My wife suggested we call this segment the be clowning. 
you know, like the shining, like Jack Nicholson. You put the in front of something, you just put a word with an ing. It always sounds more serious. The book clown. <laughs> Here is a, this is how stupid this has gotten. Remember what this segment is about. Leftists own the violence. They've defended the violence. They've promoted the violence. The media is covered for the violence. Now the media is figured out with their leftist activists and Wheeler Dealer and others that the violence isn't popular. So now they're trying to blame it, in fact, on Republicans. I want you to see how the media, specifically trash outlets like CNN, how they cover for this stuff too. And how even things like well, gosh, these rallies, you know, they, they, they shouldn't even been at the White House. They didn't have masks on. I want you to see this clown on CNN, this doctor guy, who's supposed to be on there, given, I guess, his medical perspective, who tries to claim that, hey, what happened in D.C. the next day after where they had some uh, rally on the, on the Lincoln Memorial? That's okay. But the rally the day before at the White House in support of President Trump, this is definitely a dangerous, deadly event for the coronavirus. This is, again, how the media covers for all of them all the time, even when it involves something as non-political as a virus. Check this. This is the ultimate beclowning. This guy should turn his medical degree in tomorrow. Check this out. Yeah, I was very concerned about the White House event last night. 1,500 people packed shoulder to shoulder. The head of the White House Coronavirus Task Force in attendance without a mask with his family, his elderly mother without a mask. And it's it's concerning. Uh, we know people weren't tested. Only people in direct contact with President Trump had testing done. So I think we're going to see cases come out of that. And it's just modeling bad behavior. Now, when we juxtapose that to what's happening in Washington, D.C. right now, uh, people are mostly wearing masks. Now, true, there is social distancing issues. However, this is a public health crisis. They are marching against systemic racism. This, that's an actual segment from a guy who is an actual doctor. Now you see why the public just laughs at these people? While even, and I'm not, I'm not knocking the good doctors out there, the overwhelming majority of which who are and got in it to legitimately save lives. I'm friends with a lot of doctors myself. They're some of the best people I know. But to the clowns out there, the clown doctors who beclown themselves on TV and their medical, whatever, medical advice is, yeah, the Trump rally was a unique danger, even though it was an outdoor event and adults, when they wanted a social distance, they did. If they didn't, they didn't have to show up. That's a unique danger to public. But the packed rally on the D.C. mall the next day, don't worry, that was okay because they were fighting systemic racism. The systemic racism. In a city where the system is dominated by liberals and where the night before that same liberal city was the result of a mass organized mob attacking conservatives as they walked out of the White House. Makes total sense, Doc. Good job. What would we do without doctors like you? Don't you worry about the corona at that event. But at the White House event, it's definitely a super spreader event. You're all going to die. What a moron. See, we can comment too. <sighs> All right, let me move on because I want to get to this article about uh, male voter fraud. Did you see this article? I, I asked Matt, who is my uh, editor over at uh, BonginoReport.com. I said, can you put this one back up? I want to run this as a top story for like two days straight, which we never do. We refresh our content often. I'm going to get to this story in a second. It is a devastating insider's account of how exactly radical leftists commit voter fraud. Folks, I have never in my life used six screenshots from a piece, but we're going to go through them in this. This piece is just devastating. 
All right, let me get to my final sponsor of the day because I want to rock and roll through this. Our good friends at Omaha Steaks, this is always, always a tough ad for me to read in the morning when I'm hungry because I love Omaha Steaks. I love their burgers. I love their steaks. I love their bacon. I love everything about Omaha Steaks. And it's time to stock up now. Right now, Omaha Steaks is offering a steakhouse grilling package with an exclusive offer for my listeners. (laughs) Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the code Bongino in the search bar. And this week, Omaha Steaks will add four delicious, juicy, unbelievable burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free with your order. It's called the Summer Grill Out Package, and it lets you stay at home and eat like a champion at the best steakhouse in town. We're talking Omaha Steaks. Bacon wrapped filet mignon, pork chops, chicken, kielbasa delivered right to your door. Smoky sweet, tender bacon, fork tender. Filet mignon. My wife is laughing because I'm so hungry right now, and this is killing me. All for much less than going out to a restaurant. Visit omahasteaks.com. Go today and type Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, in the search bar. Get this deal today. It's not just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Don't forget, when you order the Grand Summer Grill-Out Package, you'll get four Jumbo Franks, four Omaha Steaks burgers free to complete your steakhouse experience. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino in the search bar today to shop your summer grill packs. Every Omaha Steaks orders flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. Listen, I live in Florida. It gets delivered when it's 145 degrees down here, and I've had no problems at all. It arrives fresher than fresh every single time. Omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino in the search bar today. All right. So this New York Post article is absolutely devastating. It is an astonishing insider's account, a verified insider, by the way, a whistleblower, of how leftists commit voter fraud. And it's pretty staggering. Let's get right to it. Here's this article. This is in the show notes. Please, please read this. It's also up at BonginoReport.com. Spread this article around far and wide. Quote, confessions of a voter fraudster. I was a master at fixing mail-in ballots. An article by the great John Levine. My follow on social media is great. Well, let's go to how exactly they do this. Because when you, listen, I've been studying this issue for a long time. I read the Heritage Foundation, uh, their whole website they have dedicated to voter fraud, the work of Hans von Spakovsky, who's done work on voter fraud forever. I suggest you Google it. But I'd never even heard of some of these scams. These are just gems. First, let's get to the bona fides. You're like, ah, who is this so-called insider? So the Post, who does good work, they say the whistleblower, whose identity, rap sheet, and long history working as a consultant to various campaigns were confirmed by the Post. Okay, good. This is legit. He says he not only changed ballots himself over the years, but led teams of fraudsters. Wait, teams of fraudsters? I heard voter fraud wasn't real. And mentored at least 20 operatives in New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania, a critical 2020 swing state. Okay, so now we've established bona fides that a legitimate insider worked for political campaigns, is admitting he's a fraudster and his teams of voter fraudsters who manipulate elections. I thought that stuff didn't happen. The media says it's all a myth and a fairy tale. Wow, weird how this goes down. Let's go to screenshot number one about the war they're fighting. This is from the fraudster. Quote, this is a real thing, he said. And there is going to be a blanking war coming November 3rd over this stuff. If they knew how the sausage was made, they could fix it. Well, let's show you how the sausage is made and how this blanking war is going to go down over these ballots. Let's talk first about loosening the glue. Loosening the glue, what the heck could that mean? 
to the next screenshot. These are, this piece was so good. You got to read every, I, I believe me, I left out some of the other stuff. He says, the fraudster, his operatives would go house to house convincing voters to let them mail their completed ballots on their behalf as a public service. The fraudsters and the minions, get a load of this, would then take the sealed envelopes home and hold them over boiling water. You have to steam it to loosen the glue, said the fraudster, the insider. He would then remove the real ballot, place the counterfeit ballot, which they had printed on a photocopier, inside the signed certificate and reseal the envelope. Five minutes per ballot, tops, said the insider. The insider said he took care not to stuff the fake ballots into just a few public mailboxes. Oh, they've thought this through too, but sprinkle them around town. That way he avoided the attention that foiled the sloppy voter fraud operation in Patterson, New Jersey Council this year, where 900 ballots were found in just three mailboxes. If they'd spread them in different mailboxes, nothing would have happened, the insider said. Don't worry. The media's told us it's all a myth and that conservatives are responsible for the street violence. They're always right. I mean, after all, they're journalists, right? Insider. So, again, I, I, I couldn't, the, whole, the piece is long, but man, is it good. He's talking about how the ballots, you can just photocopy them. There are no security measures built into these ballots. You photocopy a blank ballot. You then go to a, a home. You knock on a door. Hey, we'll deliver your ballot. Person turns over the ballot, sealed. They loosen the glue, remove the ballot, take the counterfeit one, fill out their preferred candidate, reinsert it into the, throw the legitimate ballot out, re-glue it up, and send it in, but make sure you don't put them all in one mailbox. God forbid you get caught or something like that. Don't worry, folks. It's all a myth. It's all a fairy tale. Mass mail-in voting, no problems at all. Despite the fact there are problems now. We have insiders speaking. You think the Democrats will call this guy up to the to the Hill? The Democrat-run House of Representatives for a, for a, a hearing? You think we'll, we'll, we'll hear about it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I don't think so yeah, either. Probably not. No. Here's an interesting. Well, yeah, probably not. It's probably uh, right there. Here's an interesting one about mail carriers. He says in some cases, mail carriers were members of his quote work crew, and would sift ballots from the mail and hand them over to the operative. <laughs> what? In 2017, more than 500 mail-in ballots in New York City never arrived to the Board of Elections for the races, leaving hundreds disenfranchised. The ballots were eventually discovered in April of 2018. For liberals watching, that's a year after the election. For some undetermined reason, some baskets of mail that were bound for the New York City Board of Elections were put off to the side at a Brooklyn processing facility. City elections boss Michael Ryan said at the time of discovery. I'm not indicting all post office members out there. I wouldn't dare do that. Love my mail carrier. It's the best. But you think we may want to look into that charge? That there may be mail carriers involved in this? Maybe find who this guy is and interview him? I'm, just an idea? He's alleging that mail carriers were sifting through ballots in Republican areas. And, hey, put those on the side. He's good to go. What about the nursing homes angle? There's another angle to this in nursing homes? Oh, there's many angles in this piece. Again, these are just the lowlights. Back to the post piece. 
So apparently they hit up assisted living facilities and Joe, they quote, helped the elderly fill out their absentee ballots. He says this was a gold mine of votes, according to the insider. He says there are nursing homes where the nurse is actually a paid operative. And they go room by room by room to these uh, old people who they still feel like they, they, like they want to be relevant, said the whistleblower. They literally fill it out for them. Wow. This is the trifecta here. Wow. He's talking about corrupted mail carriers, nursing home, fraudsters, loosening the glue on ballots and reinserting their own ballots. Surely that's it, right? Gosh, that sounds really horrible. No, no, there's more. There's actually quite a few more. Here's the last one from the piece in the interest of time. He says, oh, there's another one here. They go to districts where a lot of people are registered voters, but don't vote. And then you go, quote, and you fill out index cards with the person's name and district. And you go around the city and say, hey, you're going to be this guy. You're going to be him. The insider said of how he dispatched his team of dirty tricksters. So at the polling place, the fake voter pretending to be a voter who generally doesn't vote would sign in, get on the line and vote, the insider said. The imposters would simply recreate the signature that appears in the voter roll as best they could. In the rare instance that a real voter had already signed in and cast the ballot, the impersonator would just chalk it up to an innocent mistake and bolt. Don't worry, Dems, nothing to worry about here. Let's do a mass mail-in ballot, mailing ballots, everything. Let's ignore this stuff. Let's not find who this is. By the way, if these were conservatives, conservative insiders doing this, this would be a national scandal tomorrow. But because there's no indication of that, the Democrats, who seem to worship voter fraud these days, simply ignore it. All right, let me get to this final piece of video for the day because it's important. Folks, the gaslighting operation we've discussed, whether it's voter fraud or violence in the street, we've made a centerpiece of the show today and how the media is trying to flip the script on you. Um, it's really a gross act of malfeasance, not misfeasance. And how the media tolerates, not only tolerates, but promotes propaganda and nonsense, especially when it's obvious nonsense on their network, is just absurd. I want to play this video of the absolutely hapless Adam Schiff, known, discredited, debunked Russian collusion hoaxer, career liar, and again, a, a, a life loser in general. So he was on CNN this weekend, and you never... I love how they daisy-chained together scandals. Fake scandals, not real ones. So the violence in the street has turned broken really bad for the Democrats because everybody knows it's a liberal run operation. People like Adam Schiff apologize for forever. So now that the polls have turned, Schiff needs an excuse. So you'd say to yourself, there's no way Schiff is like Russian collusion when it comes to the BLM Marxist terrorists in the street. Like, how do you associate those two frauds that BLM actually cares about black lives? They don't. And the Russian collusion front, Adam Schiff manages to make it happen on CNN without an ounce of pushback from CNN, by the way, where he actually blames the Russians for the Black Lives Matter violence in the street at these protests. I'm not kidding. Check out shifty sleazeball Adam Schiff in his own words on CNN. Uh, in terms of what we can expect from the Russians or what the Russians are doing, the Russians four years ago, Dana, exploited Black Lives Matter. They set up their own false flags online. Uh, to try to divide people along racial lines. Are they doing uh, and it now? And we have to, uh, 
they are once again uh, doing their best uh, in social media, in their overt media, and other means to grow these divisions again. And I think that uh, most pernicious, we got we have to worry about uh, their aggravating these tensions in our cities. So just to be clear, Black Lives Matter are tools of the Russians now, folks. We're descending into total, complete chaos here. No pushback. No pushback at all. What are you saying? Are you saying that the Russians are sowing division, which Black Lives Matter took advantage of? So in other words, they're too stupid to figure out the difference, Black Lives Matter, between Russian propaganda and legitimate activism? Or are you suggesting that Black Lives Matter is working for the Russians to promote disinformation and street violence? What what are you saying? No pushback at all. This is how terrified the Democrats are that the narrative is shifting and they're using their tools in the media to get out and promote active disinformation efforts. The Russians are behind this. Not Black Lives Matter. It's the Russians. And dopey people believe it. You know, I got time for one more quick story. I was going to put it in tomorrow, but you got time for the just the news thing. I just want to put this in because it's in the show notes today. I'll close out the show with this. John Solomon, excellent new site, Just the News, has an interesting article up. I just want to fit this in on Spygate because I've got an interesting segment tomorrow on this you're not going to want to miss. John Solomon, CIA conduct during the Russia assessment may be next boomerang in the probe of the investigators. Folks, Johnny Brennan's in a lot of trouble right now. A lot. Is he going to be arrested, prosecuted? I don't know. Again, for the thousandth time, I don't get into that. I've been disappointed many times before. I'm simply here to tell you that the Obama dossier, right? The intelligence community assessment. You remember that, folks? After the election, 17 intelligence agencies. Putin wants to help Trump get elected. Remember that thing we called the Obama dossier? Hat tip Devin Nunes. Mm -hmm. The fake intelligence community assessment based on the dossier that Putin was in it to help Trump, which they just made up. What if I told you that there were dissenting voices in the CIA that probably made their way to Brennan and others and said, hey, listen, this Putin's trying to help Trump story. I'm not sure that's exactly accurate. I'm not sure we should be pumping that out into the media. That sounds more like politics than actual intelligence. What happened to those voices? You heard about them in the Washington Post, right? The, hey, maybe Putin isn't trying to help Trump. No, of course you didn't. But someone else may be hearing about those voices and how they were silenced. Look at this screenshot from the Just the News piece by John Solomon. Says the officials talking about a 2018 uh, secret report to the CIA inspector general from the House Intel Committee said it highlighted dissent and doubts by some intelligence community analysts about Vladimir Putin's intentions in intervening in the election. Some believed it was to help Trump. Others believed it was to simply sow chaos without picking a winner. And still others saw evidence Putin might have preferred Hillary Clinton, the officials said. You heard about that, right? The New York Times, CIA voices, intelligence voices who thought Putin might actually be in it to help Hillary Clinton. Of course you didn't hear about that. Why? Why didn't you hear about that? Fascinating how Brennan's going to answer that question when someone from the Durham committee investigating this sorry, from the Durham investigation, asked him, I'm kind of curious as to what his answer is going to be. 
I've got more on that tomorrow, a lot more. Don't miss it. I'll be in on uh, the five today, by the way. If you want to check that, I'll be co-hosting on Fox, so check that out. I really appreciate it, folks. Last week was our most uh, listened to and watched shows ever, and it means the world to me. I deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to our show, youtube.com slash Bongino, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. The subscriptions are free. Help us move up the charts. I really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. It's an important show today. We'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.